1: Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Mean Advice Show. For the era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin Tyler McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis Patrick McElroy. You'll get him next time, champ. <laughs> I'm hometown boy made good and 30 under 30, media luminary, Griffin McElroy. I kind of thought I was going to win. We love coming to Texas. Um, and Aust- playing fucking Aust- Candy Crush while we're doing Austin our- almo- it. Austin has, it almost feels like home to us now because we've played here <laughs> so many times. It's like a home to us, like a second home. Austin's yeah. like a second it's home. It's like coming home for me. It's like coming it's home almost for like, us. It's almost like we own property here and all of our shit is here. It's, that's what it feels like. You it's, know, you come, you see old friends, old family, it's, old lovers. I thought it would be better. <laughs> old lovers. I actually would love to explore. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. I've had a lot of old lovers. We saw, um, we saw Willie backstage. So, so, saw Willie. So cool to see Willie. We saw Willie. He welcomed us to his street. He Thank welcomes you. everybody here to Austin City Limits. When you come in, Willie greets you at the door. Uh, he and I know you're. I know room. you're wondering. Did they smoke us out? He's actually, guys. No, he's very cool about like. He's, is that more of a character that he plays? Really? He plays does, really? a character. Yeah. He's like, please call me Bill. He was wearing a business suit. <laughs> He was wearing a, like kind of a like business jacket over a polo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and he's, he's also like 36 years old. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing. He's also wearing a wire, and that's yeah. hard, too. He leaned, he yeah, leaned over to thing. get me a starburst off our starburst table, and I saw it down his shirt. And first of all, I was like, I'm seeing down Willie Nelson's <laughs> shirt. This is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. <laughs> Quick. Mental picture. But also, I saw the fucking wire. Yeah, I, I saw I, the wire, Willie. He does this funny bit, though. <laughs> <laughs> We're like every five minutes after of nothing, I'll just say, I'm not a cop. Yeah. yeah it's think, cool. Um, it's really good. He said um, one thing that was so cool backstage. He's like, I think you guys are going to put on a great show tonight. Can I interest you in some marijuana, which is illegal within the state of Texas? Just to clarify. That would you still like some marijuana? And he said, You Travis McElroy, which you learn like out loud. Travis McElroy's the one who said that. He's reaching into his pocket. He That's narrated a, a lot. He yeah. everything we did, he said, and now you're walking across the room. Um speak into the flower, he speak said. Speak into a my, lot. my huge comical flower. Yeah. And um, when I pulled out my gun, he was like Bumblebee, 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 Bumblebee. <laughs> Just waiting and watching the windows. I don't normally have a gun, but when you cross the bounds into Texas, they give you one. I, they they throw it in the open window of your car as you drive. It past was the in city. my luggage actually, which is so weird. It wasn't. I didn't pack it. It was just in there, with a <laughs> nice some honey, some local honey. <laughs> uh, a, a now brochure. one of those is for your allergies. Keep it straight. <laughs> Keep yeah. it straight. It's not the gun. Uh, well, we have returned to you, Austin, and, like the Chilean miners. We have reemerged. From the ground uh, are the Chilean miners known for returning to places <laughs> guys can I be honest to you I miss the fucking cave <laughs> let's go let's go check it where's out where's my wallet ah oh, fuck <laughs> I'm going back to the cave Chilean miners too I don't have to take this the squeak wall this time they have to get back in Oh, they put up some kind of tape over the front. What are we going to do? We have to go back. Hey, gang, this table's real wet, and I was the only other one to do a show out here tonight. That's a cool mystery.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Willie? <laughs> uh, so anyway, this is an advice show. Uh, we are not used to playing theaters where there are people... In the round. ...here. So if you feel like you're not getting uh, uh This serviced. is actually a thrust. Yeah, it's a thrust. In the round would be behind us. Okay, Jesus. Three God. quarters would we'll be on yeah. I know you guys get frustrated because you have useless theater degrees. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and you like seem like and... they just came in pretty useful, Griffin. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what What news story will you be writing about this evening's performance? <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Why is James crying? Because he just got dunked on. Uh, so anyway, hi. If you feel like you're not getting service, please let us know. Silently. Uh, I don't know how you'll accomplish that, but uh, here's the question: I get monthly massages as a way to de-stress and maintain sanity. Fuck yeah! I have seen the same person every month for a little more than a year. I noticed about three months ago while massaging my left hand, she seemed to avoid my pointer finger. Your pointer finger? My pointer finger. My pointer finger. I thought I'm gonna kick it there. I thought, okay, that's weird. She moved my right hand and massaged my hand and all five fingers. I thought maybe it was a fluke, and I went on with my month. Until the next massage, it happened again. And again the time after. It always is my left hand and always the pointer. Is there something that could be wrong with my finger to cause such an aversion? I mean, it's a pretty normal finger, I think, and this is now causing uh, what should be relaxing time into an anxious nightmare. Should I say something? What should I say? <laughs> Please help. <laughs> That's from Sore Pointer in DFW. Are you here? Okay. Hi. What are you gonna Hi. say Hi. like, hey, you forgot my finger? Yeah. <laughs> it, if you're ever <laughs> wondering, ah, no skipsies. <laughs> if you're ever wondering if you should ask your uh, massage therapist the, for a specific part of your body to be deeply serviced repeatedly the answer is yes obviously <laughs> how else are they gonna know how else will they know what you are there's a zero percent chance it's a normal index finger yeah. though, right? i'm thinking because i was thinking about it and if you get the other hand piggies Right. Sure. And, and then you skip that one to go for thumb. Yeah. It's yeah. harder to skip it than to just
0: include. Oh, it.
1: maybe the massage therapist is super excited to get to that fucking thumb. Oh <laughs> yeah, like, maybe it's not a bad pointer. Maybe it's an awesome thumb. thumb. They're on yeah. the pinky like, oh God, this is the hand. I'm almost <laughs> there. ring finger. Oh <laughs> shit. Here the thumb is over middle finger. I can't take it anymore.
0: I gotta get some fucking thumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How cool is your thumb? It's a cool thumb, probably Maybe they saw you do something with that yeah. finger, huh? <laughs> something evil Do You legally have to tell us This is a podcast You have to tell us if you did something nasty <laughs>
0: <laughs> What did you do with your secret finger? I see
1: you met my finger <laughs> <laughs> um, What'd you do? <laughs> No, but really.
0: <laughs> what to <you> do?
1: <laughs> no answer. Chloe. No answer. The crime mm. is unspeakable. Mm. A terrible crime. Maybe it's just. Um, <laughs> maybe your massage therapist is just making sure you're paying attention, and they're like bummed out that you haven't mentioned the finger. Like, yeah, it's a test. I, on I you. clearly skipped their finger. This just, is how. This is how these things start to erode, though. They skip the finger. They don't. You, you don't notice. They skip two fingers, five fingers, the whole hand, the arm, the whole side of the body. Eventually, you're paying sixty dollars, and they slap you on the butt, and that's the whole massage. And they say, "Good game, chief. Good game, chief. Thanks for the <laughs> sixty buckaroonies." That's been an hour. Well, I don't think it has. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. It's. Fuck. It's. It's. It could be accident, though. It could. Your body. Your it's body funny. has. Your body has so many parts. If you think about it, everybody, everybody close your eyes and try to list out all of the parts of your wonderful body at the top of your lungs. as loud as as you you (laughs) can. No, no, good (laughs) Christ. We can't say stuff like that. It's happened. It's happened by my math four times. What? That's not an accident. You yeah. don't miss the exact same part of the body over and over That's and over. That's true. Again. If it was an accident, they would like miss like different, different things. Like, oh, didn't get my right foot that time. Is your left index finger maybe bad. somehow bad or the same exact color of the fabric of the massage table? There? Do you have camo finger? Do you have camo one finger. camouflage finger? Because that would fucking do it. I. Do you have like a real shifty finger where they go for it and they, it, the finger just dodges out of the way, and they can't yeah, see never. ever go? Yeah, they're trying ah. to rub the finger, but you instinctively pull it away because it's your weakest finger. <laughs> Did you lose your finger in a lawn mowing accident? Now you have phantom finger. Oh, shit. Do you got phantom finger? Do you have phantom finger? If, you, if so, you have to tell us. You legally have to tell us. It's a podcast. How about a Yahoo? Okay. I feel like we helped enough. This one was sent in by Graham Roebuck. Thank you, Graham. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user. I'm going to call them Scalver. Scalver asks, why are we don't see knights in this day and age? Mm. <laughs> I assume you mean like, K-nights. Yes, Travis. Now like, why don't we see beautiful starry Her nights? Homophones good every time they show up as a joke. The homophone tree is a, is a giver. Ripe fruits on the homophone tree. Why are we don't see knights in this day in age? Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. we do. Okay. Okay. Griffin. <laughs> Griffin, it's me, the cops. <laughs> do, you legally can't interrupt your brother for the next two minutes. Yeah, to explain. So, Travis, maybe we do go on. I. Okay. I am saying. Hold on, I'm looking at the timer. No bullshit. Go. I'm saying that maybe when you see, I'm like a Buzzfeed, like ah, oh, man climbs outside a bridge to save like a puppy on like the leg of the bridge or whatever it's called, <laughs> the, the bridge holder, the man saved it. And you're like, oh, well, well good person. And I was like, no, that person's a knight. And the person who put the dog there is an evil knight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, time in, I'm sorry. Um, I made it a good 20 seconds to my great credit. So there were a lot of things in there that you kind of showed that you didn't know about <laughs> uh, Okay the bridge one is a gimme yeah yeah the bridge is a I gimme I know that there's g- bridge pillar that's not right yep yep that's it uh that doesn't feel right um, so the were bridge they a ni- did they did they knight them as a result of their actions, or were no. they nights before? They were nights before. Okay. That's why they had to save the dog. They were walking home from the store, they see the dog down there, and like, ah, damn it. So and the then ev- they had to save the goddamn dog. The evil knight on his <coughs> Google Calendar <laughs> had a thing that said, get dog, and then another appointment right after that that said, place dog gotten in previous GCAL entry on top of bridge leg and so hope, this hope other night doesn't come along that's and ruin it. this evil knight walks under bridge and just like lifts a dog up puts it on top of the bridge leg and says ooh that that's good that's <laughs> good stuff <laughs> <laughs> that's good evil there I hope you're happy evil Jesus
0: I've done your bidding <laughs> I am, Justin. <laughs> Good job, Justin. I'm proud of you again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: so. How else does the dog get there? All right. We've had a lot of fun. here. I'm, I'm up here turning wine into Clamato. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Walk on water. No, I walked on your mom's rug. <laughs> <laughs> the one away. that's just for guests. For desert <laughs> guests and I wore my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I found, petty evil Jesus I found Lazarus and I killed him <laughs> <laughs> some of the miracles of evil Jesus sure <laughs> we, we, <laughs> oh, to be fair killing someone isn't really a miracle yeah <laughs> that's easy they gave me five fish and three loaves of bread and I scrummed down on that shit <laughs> yum 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 okay <laughs> listen we all went to Southern Baptist Church for a long time we can list out all the miracles don't mean to brag why the fuck aren't there knights this day and age Travis's shit was not real was not in the realm of realness well there are doesn't the um, like Elton John's a knight right aren't there moderns I don't think he's the same kind of knight no he is if they they, (laughs) no he is he is he is if they go to war the queen calls him up it's like alright strap up (laughs) alright Saturday night's alright for fight (laughs) let's fucking do this you made a you made a fucking promise. It's go time, Elton. You're going to space to claim Mars, <laughs> Rocket Man. <laughs> Prove it. What other You're songs? you so tough. You a lot of fun songs. You can use your father's gun, so he'd. You uh, he had another song called My.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Take a crocodile with you. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Sir Elton. This is the circle of life. This is the way these things go. From Lion King? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, here's another question. Whenever I'm invited to someone's house to hang out, I always bring some kind of food. This feels like the polite thing to do in exchange for hospitality. The problem is no one ever seems to eat what I bring. My chips and queso go ignored and I'm left picking at it by myself. (laughs) Oh man, I didn't read that part. (laughs) That's so sad, okay. So my question is, how can I enjoy these snacks without looking like I just brought them for myself? Or, what can I do to get my friends to enjoy these snackums with me? That's from Eating Alone in Austin. It, this seems like a win-win to me. Either your friends enjoy your tasty meal or you get to eat like a pound of queso. Yeah, <laughs> and, and are you, you okay. If we're all being honest with ourselves and let's and let's When you present the queso Are you really selling it? Are you like Anybody want this yet? Oh great This is for me That's it Anybody, Anybody want, to want this No Who wants this stinky shitty queso? <laughs> Nobody no. <laughs> Did, Yeah we didn't I didn't see, Like I said I didn't see the part where you said You picked at it If you're holding it in your arms <laughs> The Come get time. some queso. Does anybody want some of this? Who wants to fucking wrestle me for queso? <laughs> Come in for a chip hug. Yeah. There's some parties that you bring food to. There's some parties that you don't. You can't just decide as a guest that it's a party everybody's bringing food to. Sure. The host won't know. If I was a ho- okay, there's a lot of foods that you can eat without knowing the contents of queso is at the very bottom of the list yes. you start with queso then you work up from there if I'm the host of this party I'm going to see that and walk over to my friends like
0: hey I didn't that's not my queso
1: <laughs> I don't know um, I don't know where that queso is sure. <laughs> I wouldn't um, I wouldn't eat that queso I don't know where it they don't, in fact I wouldn't even say I'm 100% sure it's queso yeah. it may not be queso they don't make transparent cheese what if, it's, what if they brought queso and no chips It's just Surely you have chips somewhere There's a whole bowl right there in front of you Look at it, the gelatinous sauce (laughs) Enjoy this cheese flavor Maybe it's just pre-queso Like it has to be microwaved Gross Um, Why is that gross? It is gross though No, you don't like cheese It's raw queso is what you're saying Um did, did, did... Where'd you put it? Because there's tables where food can go that it is communal, and it, but if you open the... If you put it under the sink and close it, no one's going to eat that queso. This, okay, this is an excellent point, because if you walk in and you put it by, like, the front, the table by the front door where you keep, like, your keys and mail, if I walk in and saw queso there, I'd be like, well, that's for trick-or-treaters. Yeah. <laughs> They are going to a queso party after this party. (laughs) Right. That's not for this. No, no, that's for later. If I saw it on someone's bedside table, I'd be like, oh, that's their nighttime queso. Yes. Similar point what are you serving it out of? Because if you're using it on like a, you know, something from the Martha Stewart collection, like a nice oak tray with polished metal handles, Mm -hmm. now we're hopefully a bowl also, and not just sort of (laughs) loose queso slip sliding around there. Now we're talking. If you serve it out of a big toilet that you just got from the Lowe's, and you wheel in on a wheelbarrow or something, do you remember for a period in the 80s when everybody brought everything in shed spread country crock containers? Is that just our family? I guess. I have a Yahoo here. Oh. It's from uh, Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. It's uh, Woo. Yahoo answers user Al the Pal who asks, Why isn't my fruits and vegetable blog getting views? <laughs> I mean, yep. Yep. Ah, oh, dang. No, oh, be- oh. All beans. Oh, beans. <laughs> it's all beans. Is that... that is. Ah, oh, beans. I made a blog to talk about how I love fruits and veggies. Spent one fifty to get it started. Sorry. Spent one hundred and fifty dollars. Dollars? Something's to get it started. Beans. I, <laughs> yes. I made a deal with a guy for a cow. Spent one hundred fifty to get it started. I even made a recipe involving putting cheese on broccoli. <laughs> the ultimate sacrifice you poor cheese All I hate to do this to these good <laughs> veggies but it'll get the clicks <laughs> I can't believe I ruined the broccoli for this <laughs> sleep now my sweet my, green <laughs> prince my grandma's broccoli <laughs> don't look it's been in my family for years It's an it's an, it's an heirloom Broccoli <laughs> and heirloom tomatoes. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. Sure. I am not getting supporters. How to get popular. <clears throat> they spelled <throat> it super wrong. Alert. I'd like to say something. Yes. It, it, it's this. S E Okra. Okay. <laughs> Justin <laughs> didn't know how he was gonna get that one in. I just wanted to say S E okra. Thank you. Because SEO is search engine optimization. These people got it already, so you all don't listen, okay? <laughs> Y'all go to the lobby, get yourselves a snack and come back in 10. Okra. (laughs) Take it back. Hey, how the fuck did you spend $150 on your vegetables website, (laughs) my friend? Maybe it was in buying the vegetables. (laughs) What are you supposed to do? Have a vegetables website without any vegetables on it? Come on. I'm imagining somebody with a van of potatoes. Just, How many potatoes can I get for this many? Just taking them and placing them around the modem like... <laughs> this is something. Go, 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 guys. Go, <laughs> go. Maybe they don't like vegetables too much. Screaming at the modem, I like these. These are good. <laughs> no, I guarantee this person paid like, I don't know, the cool neighborhood kid like $150 to start them a vlog like they said they would yeah. and they're like, how's the website doing and they're like, mm, not a lot of clicks not, <laughs> I think I'm going to need another 20 bucks you Give another $20 I can, Maybe they like vegetables too much on the blog Have you all noticed when you read a recipe for vegetables? Do you want to do this at the stand Mike? No, they love vegetables already Do you ever notice um uh, when you read an online recipe for vegetables after they write 3,000 words about how supportive their husband is. (laughs) You get to... (laughs) You get to the part where they talk about vegetables and it's always like, these taste exactly like hot butter popcorn. (laughs) It's like, um... I don't think so, actually. I don't actually think that, but it does make me feel guilty for not enjoying vegetables as much as they do. So maybe this blog is like making people feel a little bit put on the spot. That, it, I, would, I would pay $150 for a vegetable website where like the headline of, of the recipe is like, do you want to make vegetables palatable? This is fun. This is, this is as fine. close to good as it like. But it doesn't taste like hot butter popcorn But it doesn't not taste like right, hot butter right. popcorn You all are missing the fucking point of this artist's website. <laughs> They're not making a blog about how to make tasty vegetables. I made a blog to talk about how I love fruits and veggies. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little narrow, narrowly targeted. H- hail, hail, weary internet traveler! Greg again, this time. Asparagus. <laughs> love, love to eat it, but my pee. What? Ha ha, ha. Little, little joke. <laughs> like and subscribe. Like it. I like this post as much as I like asparagus. Next week, kiwi fruits. <laughs> Spoiler alert.
0: Like them. Like them. Like <laughs> How much?
1: A lot. A lot. Tee-hee, teehee emoji. That's the whole post. Damn it! I used all my content for next <laughs> week. I've earned it already. <laughs> anyway, support me on Patreon. Thanks. I, I need to recoup some expenses. <laughs> <And> Necessary expenses. <laughs> Necessary all right. expenses. Kiwis don't buy themselves. That's right. Not yet. <laughs> read on. I, I'm, Jeff, I'm Jeff Bezos, and these are my new self buying Kiwi fruits. <laughs> why isn't anyone liking this vlog? This is when I started to compete with Amazon. All right. All right. I don't know why I said it. alright. It's your turn to read a question. I am a first-time plant dad. My hanging ivy has lived for about a year and a half so far. I'm not sure how because I've not changed its soil since buying it. All right, I was waiting to see what the reaction to that was, because I don't actually know if that's... Yeah, I actually don't know if that's something or not. (laughs) Can I get a quick... Actually, before you can move on, can I get a quick round of applause if that's something? thank you. Okay, that wasn't enough for it to be a thing. Wait, now stop. Can I get a quick round of applause if you have no fucking idea? Okay, perfect. So, it sounds like it's something. Uh, If I add those two together, I think that's literally everybody in here. Okay. Uh, I've not changed its soil since buying it, and I often forget to water it. Potting soil is expensive and difficult to move when you walk everywhere. Uh, They put that in parentheticals. Does not address the watering issue, but okay, fine. That's fine. Also, water is expensive. I have nothing. No. Uh, However, on my route home, uh, they are building a bowling alley. A bowling alley with a few trees and planters. My question is, how do I steal some of that sweet brown stuff for my struggling plant son, Dirk Bandit in DFW? Are you worried that someday your plant will find out? (laughs) I feel dirty. (laughs) Well, well, well. uh, Hey, are you here? This is the best fucking short story I've ever read in my entire life. When the bowling alley showed up, who here was like, okay? Twist. Are you taking the plant? Bowling? Fuck yeah. (laughs) There's a, isn't there, there a Denzel Washington movie where like his kid is sick and so he like robs a hospital to like say, this is like that, but the stakes are like down here. Way lower. Did, way lower. did you cut? I mean, here's an option. I mean, steal the dirt. Don't steal the dirt. You only go around once. But one option would be to bring your plant son back to the bowling alley and plant them there. <laughs> if you love something, you got to let it go. And maybe this is... You clearly are, if you'll excuse me, a delinquent parent. (laughs) I understand the soil expense issue, fair enough. The watering thing is hard to get past. (laughs) But maybe there's a bowling alley employee out there with a heart of gold and a thumb of green, who can step in where you have so clearly fucked up. I would also say if I was a landscaper who was like putting stuff in and I saw someone doing it, it was like, hey, what are you doing? And they're like, I didn't plan to complain here. I'd be like, well, that's 10% less work for me to do. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sounds great. Excellent. Thanks for the help. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I mean, don't steal the dirt. <laughs> if you... You would be the worst thing you go to prison for, no, it's by not, the way. you wouldn't go to fucking prison, because it's dirt, and you can't own that. God owns it, but also... <laughs> hey, we've all watched Pocahontas. It is, it it is, is worse. weird how if it's dirt is on the floor, it's like, ugh, God, clean it up. If you put the dirt in a bag, that'll be $8. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, it's good not, point, guys. You wouldn't go to jail for it. What would happen would be w- way worse... The stigma associated with somebody seeing you rob dirt <laughs> is some next level shit. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, and why? <laughs> Taking a, a, a sample. We've had reports it is. in the area of ash beetles. <laughs> <laughs> You're and doing a really good job at this. I'm testing this at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you need that much for the test My, my lab. lab, my lab, my, my home lab. Do you really need that much dirt for your tests? You're taking a good wheelbarrow full there. Hey, listen, if you are an expert on ash beetles like me, Dr. Ash <laughs> <laughs> Beetle Steen, then you can do the rigorous testing. (laughs) Well, that all tracks. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) another suspicious here. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, (laughs) Anything I can do to help? Do you need any money? I just want to walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Are you peeing your pants? It's a different test. It keeps the the Beatles away. It's a different test. It's a base level for the pH balance. I have to... It's the control. Um. Hey, Why are they building a bowling alley? Hey, yeah, wait, huh? (laughs) It's 2018. (laughs) All right. I guess people here want more bowling alleys. I'm not saying it's bad to have more bowling alleys. I'm saying, aren't there enough bowling alleys? To be fair, we do come from a city in West Virginia where there's at least two empty, waiting for someone bowling alleys. No, 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 they closed down Colonial Lanes, didn't you hear? But it's still there, right? I mean, yeah, you can fucking bust in the windows and No, but that's bowling. what I'm saying is, you don't need to build a new can, bowling alley you if you clear, want to own a bowling can alley. You can clear away some of the ivy and bowl in there, I guess, if you want. You can want. have Last of Us bowling, but if I say, like, this is my bowling alley now, I feel like it is. Uh, do, you would like, do, do, you, do you would like a Yahoo? I'm becoming a Yahoo answer. <laughs> um, Yes. Unless you want me to The fucking audience even knows you're not going to let me get through it.
0: Throw your clothes onto the bed. Oh, okay. And wave for me by the tree. I'm gonna swing, sing jingle bells to your head. That's a Christmas to me. That's a Christmas to me. That's a Christmas to me. Making love in the light of a tree. <laughs> okay, I was gonna ask. That's a Christmas to me. Okay. Pass me a glass of that mulled wine. Been 20 years since we've been like this. <laughs> And yet it feels oh so fine. We're under the mistletoe, let's kiss. That's a Christmas to me. That's a Christmas to me. You and me and a little bit of holly. That's a Christmas to me. So this is a segment.
1: This is a holiday special. That was a fucking journey. Yeah, I want to explore before we get into this great segment, That's a Christmas to Me. Let's explore what happened in that. Because I was, I was a little thrown at yeah. the beginning when you said, throw your clothes out of the bed. Yeah. So you first had <laughs> to. I'll your- see you by the tree. Yeah. Paul, Paul, I need another drink. Paul, if you can hear me, Paul, I need another Let's drink. Let's throw my clothes. Let's throw our clothes, not just on the floor as we prepare to make love, but do scoop them right under the bed. By the way, we haven't done this in 20 years. Thanks, Paul. It's been 20 years since we've been like you don't have to. You don't have, you don't have to uh, uh, Tom Cruise and cocktail it for me. I'll just blend it myself. Thanks, old friend. Okay, I'm just gonna ride it out. Yeah. So, in the segment, in the segment, That's a Christmas to Me. Travis, don't look at the iPad. Don't look at the iPad. It doesn't matter. You wouldn't be able to tell. Um, In the segment, That's a Christmas to Me, I read the description of two Hallmark Christmas films that are real and one that I created in my mind's eye. Now, if you are a listener, my brother, my brother, and you're not familiar with this segment, it's because it's one episode old, so don't worry that you've missed a lot. Technically speaking, it's one day old, but it's only a holiday segment, so I gotta get a lot in. Yeah, he can't do this and say, I don't know any other month of the year. Right. Okay, so here we go. And by the way, we're gonna take a poll. If you actually know the answer, please don't vote, because it will spoil. Okay. Unlike a lot of elections, if you know the right thing, don't vote. first film is Switched for Christmas. <laughs> switched? Switched for Christmas. Not a switch for Christmas. Just because <laughs> just because they are identical does not mean these twins even like each other. Strange twin sisters played by Candace Cameron Bure get together. That's right. Say that last name. On Candace mind. Cameron Bure. Okay. That's Candace Cameron's new name. Candace Cameron Bure. Estrange twin sisters get together for an obligatory pre-Christmas lunch a year after their mother's death. Wow. Sorry, both women are unhappy and frustrated with their own lives, though not close. Each is envious of the other's life. It's a nasty Christmas movie. What a twin, what's a twin do but to take advantage of this? And who would be the wiser? They do what any identical twins in need of new outlooks would do. They swap lives until Christmas Day. That's a fucked up thing to say about identical twins. <laughs> and by doing so, each woman discovers the true meaning of her life and gains a deeper perspective and appreciation for what she already had. That's Switch for Christmas. That starring... sucked so bad. The plot of it sucked and the way it was written was quite bad. So I hope that one wasn't yours. Also, I would say if that movie is real, yeah, yep, 100% chance there's a scene with a husband involved of like, hey, honey, let's make love tonight. Oh no, it's my twin sister's husband and that's in there, right? Uh, Also, no disrespect, but nobody has ever said, we're making a movie I would love to get Candace Cameron in it twice (laughs) Uh, How is that supposed to be no disrespect? Disrespect (laughs) Fairly disrespectful Can I move on? Yes. Yes. The next film is called A Shoe Addict's Christmas (laughs) As Christmas approaches Noel, played by Candace Cameron Brewer is at a crossroads in her life when it seems that love, a connection with her father, and her dream career are out of reach. When she stays late at her job in a department store on a snowy Christmas Eve, she accidentally gets locked in after closing. She isn't too concerned about the prospect of spending the night in the store until a quirky woman appears out of nowhere in the shoe department and tells Noelle that she's her guardian angel. Soon, Noelle finds herself revisiting Christmas's past, present, and future. She must work with her new neighbor, a handsome, Christmas-loving firefighter, (laughs) to plan the annual... (laughs) How would you describe yourself in three descriptive terms? It, they work oh, There's there. a fucking Christmas
0: tree in that apartment. No! <laughs> Not like this, Jesus. It's like Jesus God, who I love for Christmas!
1: <laughs> <laughs> the annual Christmas charity gala. Will visiting the holidays of yesterday and tomorrow help Noel take new chances and discover the true spirit of Christmas? <laughs> and in realizing the only thing standing in her way is leading a fulfilling life as herself, will the love she has longed for all her life be the best surprise gift of all? And that is A Shoe Addict's Christmas, starring Candace Cameron-Bure and... As her guardian angel, Gene Smart. Hmm. Hmm. Last film oh. A Tailor Made Christmas. New York fashion designer Grace Preston, played by Candace Cameron Bure, <laughs> isn't thrilled about spending the holidays in her tiny hometown of Charity Falls, Wisconsin. But when the dress her stepsister Anna's Christmas Eve wedding is lost in shipping, Grace is guilted into crafting a last-minute replacement by their overbearing mother, played by Mary Margaret Hume, who you remember, of course, from Dawson's Creek. Ah. <laughs> Grace is making the best of a bad situation until she meets the best man at a pre-wedding luncheon and learns it's none other than her high school boyfriend, Brad Phillips. After a college football injury ended his dreams of going pro, Brad turned his attention to TaylorMade, a charity that provides handcrafted business. Uh, sorry, handcrafted business attire to homeless men and women heading to job interviews. Brad is kind, caring, and intelligent, but he's also put down roots in Charity Falls as Christmas Eve approaches. Grace must choose between a life with Brad and following her dreams in the fashion industry. Fuck, these are three films. I
0: can't fucking believe
1: one is not real. One, those are all so good. They're They're all all a Christmas to me. I mean, not good. No, they're quite bad. Okay, listen. They're all a Christmas to me, but I want to know which is the one that is a Christmas to me. Should we take audience poll first? No, I want to hear you two before they bias you. The first one switched to Christmas has to be real because I know there's more than one of that exact movie that exists out there. So if there's more than one, this is probably among the crew. Mm Mm-hmm. I have my guest if Travis. I found two Candace Cameron Bure movies, boy, a good punchline would be a movie with two of her in yeah. the same film. Uh, that would be a good punchline. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm okay. I've got mine. I got mine. Okay. I'm gonna sh- shoot shoe addicts Christmas. Mine is also shoe addicts Christmas is fake. Shoe addicts Christmas is fake. Uh, let's I, think get a quick... a lot, I think there was a lot of diversion in there, like you saying, oh, and it's got a Jane Jane. Okay. This morning. Uh, we're gonna take a quick poll from the audience. Uh, the first, we're just gonna do just by cheers. Uh, first film was Switch to Christmas Round of applause if you think that's fake Okay Second film was A Shoe Addict's Christmas Round of applause if you think that's fake Okay, thank you Our third film was A Tailor Made Christmas uh, Round of applause if you think that's fake okay. The film that I made up, well actually Sydney made up mainly, but I helped is uh, a tailor-made Christmas is a fake
0: Ah,
1: Switch for Christmas is real Switch for Christmas is so fucked because one of the women has two children, I can't deal with these idiots (laughs) I can't deal with these idiots at Christmas, bye (laughs) bye I'm living at my sister's, Deborah's apartment and loving it (laughs) Hey, idiots. Mom's gone. Bye. I've, Enjoy my kids you for Christmas. Have
0: Sydney thought
1: about pitching movies to the Hallmark Channel? She's got a gift, honestly. This, a lot of this is, like, dictating... You, know, <laughs> you know that scene where Salieri's like, throwing the music around? Like, how does he do it? That's me typing these down when Sydney's like... And then Candace Cameron Bure is like, she w- this woman was... The, the mother of my children was dictating scenes to me that would be in the movie if she filled it out to a spec script. <laughs> she was like, there would fully be a scene where her uh, company is like, good news, Bloomingdale's loves your new collection, but they want to see more by New Year's Eve, so we need you back here immediately. And she would then have to choose. The name of the city was Charity Falls, right? Charity Falls, Wisconsin, yeah. That should have been the giveaway. That, right, no, yeah. I actually I thought that was so Hallmark yeah. that it was about a charity bro, called the, Taylor Bro, Mark. it's not a giveaway. The, the woman in the last film is called Noelle. Yeah. Like, it's not a giveaway. They're tough. all like this. Half the towns in these fucking movies are Christmas. Christmas town. Christmas city. <laughs> Christmasburg. I live in Christmas Eve town. <laughs> Hello, party people, and welcome. Yeah, I'm, thank you for listening to this oh, episode. Travis, you, oh, You've heard Travis. so much of it already. Oh, help me, Travis. La- oh no, Griffin, what's wrong? I busted my cut la- laughing at this great episode and all the great jokes that we had at Austin, Texas. I've heard of um, it, yes. It's my favorite, and so now we are going to tell you about our sponsors. The tragic thing is, I've clicked away from where the list of the sponsors is. Well, so can maybe- I say, Griffin, if oh. you have injured yourself, might I recommend laying down on this Casper mattress? No, no, gotta go to the hospital. Did you not hear me? My tummy busted open, traffic. I got, I got seps- sepsis. Because I have found that when I am injured and want to rest and recuperate, well, there's no place better to do that than my Casper mattress. Go- this is true, the other day, and listen, I'm not a doctor, the other day, my hand hurt really bad, I think I'd injured it signing posters and books and stuff at the Austin God, show. So fucking bougie. And I laid down, I took a nap, half hour. When I woke up, my hand was completely healed. So I attribute that to- Christ, Christ-like these mattresses are. That's what I'm saying. They're the holy ghost of mattresses. Uh, oh, that's great. Thank you. And you can check them out now. They offer affordable prices because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to the consumer. Casper brand mattresses combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep service with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. It's eight sink and fourteen bounce. That's, That's it. The, the well, Griffin, you ratio. gave away uh, oh shit, okay. secret family recipe and you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100 night risk-free sleep on it trial. So get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com brother and using the promo code brother at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Can I tell you about some stomps? Yes, please. Can I tell you about a little bit of stomps? Please tell me about stomps. Listen, it's the holidays, and around the holidays times is when you must use stomps the most on your boxes and your letters. To Santa! Your, to Santa Claus. He if loves you, receiving your letters. If and you, you, you don't put stamps on them, though, he shreds them. He shreds them, you get put on the naughty list, which is a just a you know, a short walk to the hell list. Yeah, and also the no-fly list. Add the no-fly list. But if you put it on the, if you put a Stomps on the letters to Santa, you get TSA pre-check, just That's like right. that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, stamps.com is great. It's very convenient. I hate leaving the house for virtually any reason, and Stomps.com is there for me because they have the, you know, technology that they give to you so that your house technically becomes a post office. You gotta be careful because people are gonna come to you wanting yes. to buy wanting to buy stamps. Yes. And I think that's illegal for you to open up a secret stamps resale market, so maybe I shouldn't even mention that possibility but in this, an advertisement for stamps. It is convenient, though, because your bread box will become a P.O. box, so that's it's, nice. It is nice. Um, anyway, stamps.com can help save you a bunch of time during the holiday season. You can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer. Then the mail carrier picks it up and you don't have to go to the post office. You're going to save a bunch of time. You're going to save a bunch of money. Stamps.com is the best gift you can get yourself this holiday season you can enjoy the stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitments go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in my brother all one word that's stamps.com enter my brother this message is for michael and it's from rebecca michael felix says Ruh? daddy hi which in bubba speak means that we both love you and your poopy butt bones a whole lot. Don't, hey, come on. It's what it says. Listen, some of us suffer from poopy butt bones, (laughs) and you don't gotta make it sound jovial. That was a sad sentence, Travis. Love you and your poopy butt bones a whole lot. Thank you. Thanks for letting me harass you all the time, you sweet birdie. Now please remember to Febreze the bathroom when you come out. I mean, there's a he's lot true, in if, there. Yeah, a lot about his poopy butt bones and sort of the issues that uh, Rebecca has with them. But I I guess now Michael's going to take that stuff a little bit more seriously. But uh, who's Felix? Who is Bella? Who are these characters? Don't matter. Here's one for Lewin, and it's from Taylor and Ginger, who say, Happy 22nd birth from your... Whoa. 22... 22- <laughs> That's it. You beat the Duggars, right? That's a lot of births uh, from your two best buds. We've spent 16 of your birthdays together, but I'm still sorry I missed the first five. And Ginger, the first 16. You're a strong, beautiful, bespectacled bear and one smart cookie. Thanks for sticking with us in life and D&D, even though you forced Ginger to flirt uh, with you as a southern fantasy sheriff. We love you. Uh, Been there, done that, huh? Wait, was Ginger the fantasy sheriff or was Lewin? I think all of them were. I think they're doing a Deadwood, but they're um, they're all playing the handsome man. Oh, you know, yeah. Him, I him. just think I would like to see this game where a fantasy chef was like flirt with me. Come Deadwood on. was Deadwood was just sort of a bunch of nasty men looking very sort of bedraggled. But then the one handsome man does come to town, and it just goes around being all handsome. I haven't seen all of the show, but that's right. Are you talking about Timothy Amundsen Is the handsome man? I'm talking about Timothy Oliphant as the uh, oh. handsome man. So anyway, this is we for nobody. We can debate that later. Sure, and Travis is gonna read the last one. Uh, this is for Gabriel, it's from Kelly. Happy all events and holidays that fall in the first half of 2018. Well, we missed that. Yep,
2: yep, yep, there is yep, yep, yep. no
1: one else I would want to share this crazy life with, whether it's going to Taiwan, a train trip to Texas for the Cotton Bowl, or yelling at the lions every Sunday. I love you more than anything. Oh no, they got lions outside their house, I Griffin. know, but they've got their- they read the right books, because yelling at them's the best way to fight the lions. You gotta yell and you gotta make yourself look big. Yeah, and you gotta yell stuff like,
0: Oh hey, I hate lions! I hate oh, them! Oh, lions
1: smell like poopy butt bones! Can we not? I'm so sorry, Griffin. Um, So, I hope you all enjoyed these Jumbotrons, because they are the last. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They are the last of the Jumbotrons. Uh, Yes, we're changing shit up, and it's weird that we're doing this without Justin here. Um, But, yes, we are going to stop doing Jumbotrons, both on My Brother, My Brother, and Me and Adventure Zone. We're going to continue doing them on our other shows, um, because the reality of the situation is that uh, selling them on our shows has become a very, very an um, un, un- untenably difficult and competitive and uh, disappointing process for virtually everybody involved. Um, and yeah, uh, we're, we're, we've, we've enjoyed doing them and it's been a, like a fun way to interact with y'all as we keep going on. But now we have lots of fun ways to interact with y'all. And, and so uh, we are putting them to bed. Now the, uh, the money zone is going to be a little bit tighter, which I'm sure a lot of people are going to be also excited about. Um, and yes, big programming update. Uh, um, also, thank you all uh, for listening to the show. You won't hear us again. Um, we have some big things coming up this week, so make sure you pay attention. Oh, to shit, the, yeah. Yeah, dude. To the My Brother, My Brother and Me Twitter account so you don't miss it. Uh, See, for real, we say shit like that all the time. Is It's going to be a pretty big week uh again i can't believe justin's not here yeah so uh make sure you keep an eye on that because there's some stuff coming up and you can pre-order the adventure zone graphic novel at theadventurezonecomic.com we did a lot of this shit at the I end know, of the live show I let's just like get to back to, it, to it yeah 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 all right well uh yeah let's check keep your eye locked on the tweetos and we'll we'll catch you later
0: this is Rachel McElroy. Hello,
1: this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we ma- we are married. And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. <laughs> we talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread.
0: We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There was one...
1: Weather? <laughs> one time Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, this song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back. <laughs> so check us out on MaximumFun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our energy, is what all the iTunes reviews say.
2: <laughs> they will now.
1: How about a Yahoo answer? Yeah. <laughs> this one was sent in by a lot of people. Thank you, everybody, who, who got a hand on this ball. It's from Yahoo Answers user Summertime, who asks... Oh. I'll wait for Justin. <laughs> Why the hell don't I like potato salad? <laughs> I love potatoes, baked, French fries, mashed, hash browns, grilled side dish things. But the potato salad tastes like ass to me. <laughs> WTF is wrong with me. It angers me and wants me wanna, makes me want to punch someone in the face. It's the mayonnaise. <laughs> Justin says mayonnaise. I buzzed in first. It's the mayonnaise. Mayonnaise tastes bad. and things like that, it's the mayonnaise. It's the reason you don't like it. It's because mayonnaise is a weird thing to bind something with, and the reason you don't like it is the mayonnaise. Come yeah, at me. You didn't leave... Didn't leave us much air to breathe in the bit zone. Maybe it's done, mayonnaise. Hey. Wogga, wogga, wogga. <laughs> I mean, I do want to pitch this from Yahoo Answers user. Who says, there are lots of ways to make potato salad. The one you have tasted probably wasn't very good. No big deal. Punching someone because you don't like potato salad is a bit over the top. The only one at fault here is you for not liking it. Punch yourself if you must. Anyway, that's my new SNL character, the guy that takes Yahoo Answers literally. Well, the uh, question asker really liked it because they decided this was the best answer. I love the idea of, like, tasting some food and being like, oh, I don't like this. Like, don't blame that on anyone but yourself. Yeah, I will say that Yahoo Answers user knows Summertime does not like potato salad. They do like a slice of humble pie because that's what they were served (laughs) up. They gobbled it down and said, you're right. You know what, you're right, right. that was over the top I'm the the asshole I'm the one who tastes like ass now It could be the coldness of the potato You don't eat a cold potato most of the time, huh? It's probably the mayonnaise, (laughs) it's just there's nothing else It's just that it's definitely the mayonnaise 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 is like a fish song Now hold on Uh, Listen really carefully because this part won't be in the show Because it won't be funny, but it's true Mayonnaise is like a fish song. If you listen to um, uh, uh, Kill Devil Falls, right, or Free or any other great fish track on the album and it's three minutes and 30 seconds long, you're like, that was great. Great song construction, great recording, fantastic. You see it live, it's 30 minutes long. That's enough, thank you. If you have a little bit of mayonnaise on a thing, ooh. Ooh, yeah. I don't don't remember sandwiches being this wet. (laughs) That's fun. Welcome to the welcome It's to not like sloppy sloppy but so it's a little bit wetter than a I remember right. bit. It's a little bit indulgent Ooh. Uh, and then there's like a line and it's the seven minute mark of the Kill Double Falls you know Sioux City Falls Iowa version of the song they've got them all on Spotify and uh, you listen to it for hey, 17 minutes, and so it's like, qu- that's enough yeah. mayonnaise. Hey, Juice, are you real into fish? Because what the fuck, bud? <laughs> you got to tell us this shit. It was improvisational comedy. It wasn't. You knew a lot about you fish, friend. You knew a lot about fish. All right. Here's the tip-off that I pulled out on my ass. I was talking about Kill Devil Falls, and I said, Sioux City Falls, Iowa. Okay. Okay, so that was made up. Anyway. After Too the, much after the Jimmy Buffett thing, I don't know who to trust anymore. Okay. <laughs> I work at a local coffee shop, and over the last couple of months, we've had a regular customer who comes in, sets up his personal home office in the shop, and very loudly takes phone calls for his dental practice. <laughs> I recently noticed that he has four cell phones on him at all times and uses all of them to take these business calls. Should I be concerned? Is he involved in some sort of black market dental operation? That's from Leave My Teeth Alone. Uh, Being a dentist isn't like writing a screenplay, right? That's not something... (laughs) You can't just post up at a Starbucks and do it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure... (laughs) You know what? What do I know? It's 2018. Maybe they're an at-home dentist. Thank you. They do house calls. They'll come... Do you have a chair that reclines? And a good bright flashlight. (laughs) And teeth hooks. I don't really have anything. Do you have a toothbrush? (laughs) You have a toothbrush. This is how I know you guys aren't dentists. Because you can't just buy a dentist store and then go in there. (laughs) And go in there with your chair and the light and the metal thing. And open the door and say, I'm ready for teeth. Yeah. And then expect people to go. You have to build your client base through networking and, entrepreneur- and Patreon and Patreon and entrepreneurship, and you have to build your client base before you have to say, "Would you be interested in a value-priced dentist who's just learning and cutting his teeth, if you will?" But I won't. And- hey, 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 but I won't cut your teeth because I've only been in dentist for a week. But I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that. I know you don't. I don't, don't do know much yet. 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 I don't 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 think I'm supposed to cut your teeth. I do know this. Teeth are mad hard. I don't think you can (laughs) cut them if you try. I've heard a lot about drilling, and I plan on YouTubing that later to see if I can find some tutorials. I went to Home Depot. The drills seem pretty big. So... (laughs) If I'm being honest, I wouldn't want that. If you know of a... This is going to sound silly, but like a dentist depot. (laughs) That would be funny to have the dentist come to your house for the fourth time and say, Good news got my own place (laughs) you can come visit me there from now on Yeah, I've got lots of old highlights magazines that would be the day I stopped going to that dentist like what would be better than a dentist who comes to your house a dentist who doesn't come to your house (laughs) fair I'll grant you that Um, so we have some audience questions I want to keep talking about this fucking dentist are you serious yeah we can't leave this guy alone um, okay. For okay, let's, for a lot of mostly because what he's doing is illegal, so we should keep an eye on him. What? what um, okay, the four cell phones. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> One's for his mistress, probably. Yeah. And then the other three, we can talk about. The I I feel like he's probably calling other people and saying like, "Hey, this is your dentist."
0: <laughs> um, I, um, I've got arrested for getting drunk at the job and, um, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be able to I teeth you know, Drilled, uh, drill right clean <laughs> through someone's whole head. So <laughs> you should probably find a new dentist. Anyway. I'm, I'm scared go. of teeth now. I'm really <laughs> scared of teeth. <laughs> so I got a furbia now and I yeah. got to go by. They have one
1: phone that they call other dentists with and they're like, hi, this is Timothy Gentist, and I was asked, I'm doing a book report about dentistry. Can you tell me where you get your tools and also how you do every part of your job? <laughs> <coughs> no, you- maybe that, maybe their dental practice is their dental middleman, and somebody calls them and like, you got it, and then they call a dentist, and then they just hold the phones together. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys done yet? Okay, sorry. For, ten, for ten minutes he sits in the corner and makes his phone sixty-nine, and I don't know why. <laughs> What's that? Oh, uh, you need an orthodontist? I got a third phone. Hold <laughs> on, I put you uh. on the party line. <laughs> Okay, so we will. Uh, well, let's do audience questions. Yes, we, have, uh, we yeah. have some picked out. We've do it, we're we doing it in a new way, probably since the last time we were here in Austin. Yeah. We're going to call some names and some seat numbers. You're going to come on down to the microphones. Can we get the spotlights <coughs> down on the microphones in three, two, okay. Hey, what's up? Hello. <coughs> hey, who Hello. are you? I'm Brooks. Hi, Brooks. Brooks. Hello, uh, Brooks.
2: So uh, my question is, my boyfriend keeps on going into the pantry and grabbing handfuls of fettuccine. uncooked. I would hope he's not grabbing
1: handfuls of cooked fettuccine, Brooks.
0: In your pantry? And eating them raw, and he keeps calling them chips? Okay.
1: How do I make him stop? Is your boyfriend here? Yeah. You're a monster. (laughs) Words mean things. Does anybody remember, I haven't been to Olive Garden in many moons, but they do have like a little like Fettuccine bottle that you can just grab them out of and shoot. Hold on, was this a prank you guys pulled on me when we went to Olive Garden as kids? No, stop. Everybody, shut up. Do they give you feta- raw fettuccine to chew on in the lobby of the Olive Garden?
0: You s- fucking Yay! bastards! The Prestige. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now you have IBS. I think <laughs> we got him. <laughs> what I need you, Brooks we 'll get back to you. What I need you two to understand is <laughs> that was not the only time I went to Olive Garden <laughs> there were <laughs> were there never employees around like <laughs> i I wanting to seem like an authentic metropolitan diner would always grab the fettuccine and walk over to my friends like "Mm, yeah I'm a little little peckish (laughs) I fucking can't believe I can't believe you did that I can't believe literally I'm finding out in the worst imaginable (laughs) venue speaking as a former Olive Garden employee if I saw a little kid eating raw fettuccine the odds of me stopping them are negative (laughs) 1000% okay Brooks Brooks Yeah, so I'm going to sit this one out, Brooks. (laughs) Brooks, is it possible that your boyfriend has been laboring under the same delusion as my brother for all these years? Oh, wait, wait, they sell this for you to take home? Okay, (laughs) a little fancy for myself then. (laughs) Brooks, Uh, is it possible mm -hmm. your boyfriend does not believe these are chips, but instead likes to annoy you? by calling them chips, a thing I, not exactly that, but similar, do to my wife all the time. <laughs> is it possible your boyfriend loves chips and you never have chips, and this is his way of passive-aggressively sort of <laughs> guilting you into go? Mm, these are tasty chips, and as a raw fettuccine eater myself, I can tell you it's not a, it's not a good chew. <laughs> You do it, and you put it in your mouth, and your six-year-old brain thinks it'll turn into fettuccine in the heat of your mouth. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that. Brooks? Yes? Did you eat all your boyfriend's chips? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, but he does bring that up every time he loudly crunches on them next to me. <laughs> yeah. wait, brings, wait, brings, what, brings up. what up? That I don't have any chips. That's okay. it, then Brooks, right.
1: that's the answer. All right. Brooks, we've got to buy you. this. You've got to buy some chips, Brooks. Somewhere in this audience, versus boyfriend is going,
0: yes. yes. <laughs> and, now, Follow-up question. and now I shall have chips.
1: Follow-up question. I don't know where to get chips from. Have you ever seen your boyfriend with a pot of boiling water cutting the bristles off a broom into it saying, we're out of fettuccine? <laughs> Oh, Brooks, Hopefully here's not. what you do Brooks, you Brooks his boyfriend, plug your ears Okay, go buy a bag of chips Dump them all on the garbage <laughs> Put some raw fettuccine in it <laughs> Put a chip clip back on it Put it back in the pantry And wait And he's gonna think he's in like a weird Twilight Zone episode Where there have never been chips There's <laughs> never been chips Wait until you And then what's that you're boiling? Doritos Yes, <laughs> yeah Wait until your boyfriend starts making fettuccine for real and walk over and smell the pop and say, Mmm, chip soup.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> it's delicious. Does it help? Yes. Okay, good. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Please go ahead. Luke, what's up? Luke. Hey. Hell Luke. yeah. Get casual with I really my- enjoy your question. <laughs>
2: Thank you. First of all, Luke Baker, sophomore in the School of Mass Communication and Journalism at Texas State University. Yeah. Uh,
1: is this uh, your LinkedIn? Yeah, but I, I gotta tell Actually, you, that shit's broken bad for us in the past. I thought you were gonna be like, my SoundCloud is... <laughs> just ask the question, Luke. All I will right. warn you, if you're about to do that, the last time it happened, the person was booed so hard they sunk into the mantle of the Earth. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to all of you. It was fucking brutal, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> All we right. will do nothing to stop it. We you will do nothing to, to stop
2: it. Thank you for warning me. Yes. Um, so, my question is, uh, what is charcuterie?
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because...
1: Uh, you don't need to clarify okay, beyond that, I, I would be
2: interested to see why. Um, that word's been kind of haunting me for the past month. I've just heard it so many times. Um, Where? I'm, I Just... I don't... It, just, like, in passing... Mostly just, menus, though, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Not just, like, on park benches and stuff. I, I, <laughs> I don't... do Just, like, in casual conversation, yeah. I've never really had the heart to, like, be like, okay, what is that? So I figured you guys would do Do you, you have
1: any... Any... Gl- like don't you, gl- you fucking lie to me, Luke. How much do you actually <laughs> know about charcuterie? <laughs> Literally nothing at all. Okay, <laughs> Luke, I'll okay. help. Uh, uh, let me take a crack at it. It's cheese and meat. All right.
0: <laughs> well! Uh, but also sometimes wait. it could be
1: almonds and, and it could be almonds and it could be a pickle and it could be honey jam comb, of Honeycomb some is sometimes it on can there. It could be crusty bread. I think it's whatever the fuck they got laying around. <laughs> yeah. It's a fancy word for leftovers. <laughs> that are easy yes, to make. If it, if it took work to make little ones, that's an appetizer or an hors d'oeuvre. If... <laughs> If they just cut up something from Pepperidge Farm, that you got charcuterie going, my friend. <laughs> what's the one? What's the one with the little vegetables? What's that called? A plate of little vegetables is called crudité. Crudité. Crudité is vegetables. Charcuterie is cheese and charcuterie. meat. Charcuterie has vegetables on it too sometimes. Listen, let's dial in. Let's start with what isn't. What isn't charcuterie? A car, a truck. A, house, a, a child's <laughs> laughter. A child's, child's laughter. In the air we breathe. The it, stage I'm sitting on. A dream of your grandparents. Yes. A memory of summers past. <laughs> These things. Well, wait. Hold a memory on. of summers past could be charcuterie. Yeah, my charcuterie in the past. Listen. Also your grandparents might have dreamed of charcuterie. I don't And a child bit. might be laughing at charcuterie. Yeah. Okay. When <laughs> That's some funny charcuterie they'd say. <laughs> when a bread Becomes too hard to safely consume, it is now charcuterie. When, when a thin meat is deemed too flavorless, it has become charcuterie. When and it, room temperature. When a cheese has been deemed to be too flavorful, now it's charcuterie. Are you following me? I get it. There's imagine uh, when you go and you have to work at a restaurant, you go get your food handler's license, you learn about the safe range of temperature. Yes, the danger is There's a secret. Gage, they don't tell you about, and it is, when does bread become so hard? Now it's charcuterie, baby. And also, it should be clear, these can't be loose things. One piece of bread is not charcuterie. One piece of cheese is not charcuterie. One piece of meat, no. Put it all in the same area. Maybe it's like a hunk of wood. Maybe it's a stone slab. Maybe it's someone's face. I don't know. Now, Now it's charcuterie. Another big determining factor. If it costs $30, that's a charcuterie. That's a charcuterie. The, if it's complimentary. At the $6 offering at Applebee's is a ham party. <laughs> or is, as it's called so on the menu, much. a ham slam. A ham slam.
2: <laughs> that explains so much because the reason I was pitching myself earlier is because I'm not worth $30 yet. So. Uh, yes. uh, <laughs> no, no, no,
1: don't all that. That's a fucking no. goal. Yeah. That's an aspiration. I remember the first time I ate charcuterie, I went, oh, that cheese is wow. Yeah. Taste I went, taste that, taste that, taste that. It's really pungent, huh? (laughs) But I've made it. Because it was $30 that I had. That's the thing. Charcuterie is like the noted excess of food. Because it's literally like, hey, do you want a delicious appetizer or like a plate of actual food you're going to eat? <laughs> no, no. Give me a big hunk of wood with some leave on sure. it. Sure. For $30. For $30. I- if you run, if you own a, if there's, I know there's a food scene, Austin, I know it because I live here. If you're a restaurant tour, restaurant owner, please Christ do this because it's the best idea I've ever had in my life. If your restaurant sells charcuterie, and costs $30, and it's got flavorless ham and stinky cheese on it, it should also come with a sticker that said, I had charcuterie today. <laughs> they put that on you. You go to any job interview in the fucking city. What are your, what are your qualifications? I have, I have $30 to throw around. <laughs> my teeth are hard enough to chew through the firmest breads. <laughs> Luke, does that help?
2: That helps me immensely. Thank Excellent. you so much. Oh, Excellent. Thank, thank you. you, Luke. All right, cool and thank laugh. you. Yeah, we got one more.
1: Yes. Hello.
0: Hi. Hey, what's your name? Camille. Hi, Camille. Hi,
1: Camille. Camille. Camille.
0: Hi. Um. So m- my question, I guess, was. At work a while ago, we were all kind of like reminiscing about how fun college was and fun stuff we'd do with our friends. And I told my coworkers about the inside joke me and my best friend, who we lived together for three years, had where when one person would come home, whoever was already at home would pretend they had died. Mm-hmm. And when you find your best friend's dead body, you have to react like you have Excuse me, Tom's <laughs> been murdered. all got worked up for a second. It's.
1: Hilarious. Yeah, sure. Uh, now. Oh, yeah. My
0: coworkers did get really weird,
1: though. Well, because
0: here's, here's... no, what's your,
1: what's your question?
0: <laughs> I just, I know they think it's weird, but they tried to laugh it off like, oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: It, it, is well, it, that also I made weird, because it because human beings are awkward. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Camille, let me say this. I don't think the game itself is weird, but the thing that struck me about it is the chance that you would get halfway through doing a very dramatic, like, oh, oh, no! Oh God, wait, <laughs> oh, uh, ah, yeah, that's Yeah, that's a game you win until you lose. <laughs> and then you ain't gonna win it again. But you will get A's for the rest of the semester, which is nice. <laughs> is that, I've heard that, I don't know. I just heard it in a movie.
2: I mean, it's like a fun game between us, we both know. Le- also Le- this is more than one.:
1: In your defense. Everybody here, when you heard about the rules of this game, you may say out loud, "Oh, ghoulish!" <laughs> I want everybody to just round of applause. If your mind didn't immediately start racing of the scenarios you would concoct, <laughs> Yes, right. Yes. So maybe, Camille) The reason that your coworkers reacted like that is because they were distracted thinking about how they would fake being dead later. Yeah, how they wish they had done it because it sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Whew, I would just wrap myself up in mummy stuff. <laughs> that would get a good scare, wouldn't it? I would put a whole pile of me underneath a magician's trick, like the prestige. <laughs> Justin. It's a lot of expense and it's worth every penny. I'm gonna have to talk to Nikolai Tesla. I would get one of my bones out of my body and just sort of put it on the kitchen counter and then stay at a hotel for a month. I would slowly, over many months, collect some pints of my own blood until I have enough to fill the whole house. I would... I would stab myself with a knife, but a bad stab. Wait, bad in <laughs> that looked good. That looked like, oh, he dead. But I wouldn't be dead. No. And it would just be. I would miss the liver. I like an would inch. kill my twin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Androids. That's the end. Uh, Camille, does that help? Your game kicks ass. Congratulations, yeah, congratulations. Camille. Your Thank game you. is awesome. Uh, and you, Austin, are awesome. Thank you so much for being so kind to us. Uh, we really appreciate it. You can turn the lights off because it's terrifying. Yeah, um, and just shut so, them off. Great. Couple of things real quick. First, um, if you haven't already, there's uh, posters out on the lobby. That uh, listen, we have a lot of really amazing designers that we work with uh, for the live shows. This is one of the like best so designs. Good. And we're and fucking understand rules. So you did a great job and uh, you should support her. Similarly, there's some copies, if you haven't got one already, of both uh, the Adventure Zone graphic novel book one and the Sawbones book out uh, in the lobby. Maybe. They are, they are signed. Um, so if you want to check those out, you can do that. Thank you to, sir, I, this. I was commenting on this backstage. I do not know that I've ever performed on a stage where I have seen so many shows beforehand. This theater and ACL in general fucking rules. This city is so lucky to have it. Uh, I, I am lucky to I'm lucky to live in Austin because of this place. I've seen more concerts here than like any other place in my life. So the fact that we're performing on the stage is buck wild. It's a beautiful theater. Thank you all so much for having Thank us. Thank you to American hero, Paul Saborn Thank you to Paul. Paul please enjoy the music of paul and storm thank you Rock on tour clint mcelroy yeah for your great work thanks to wonderful a fantastic podcast that you should enjoy if you do not already um and thank you to our various family members uh who weren't included in the two previous things we just said uh for being here to support us Uh, and and travel with us and do the shows i have one last one uh Uh, Every year uh, our listeners get together And there's this list called Empty Stockings That Huntington, West Virginia newspaper Herald-Dispatch puts out And it is all the people who have things That they uh, 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 Wishes for Christmas For kids that aren't going to have anything And every year our listeners uh, look at that list And Burn it to the ground. They with fucking destroy it. Generosity, and we—that <laughs> was a weird way of putting it. But uh, if you if you can help I'm with that, I'm gonna fuck that list up. <laughs> if if you could help with that, mbmbamangels.com is the place to go. You can claim a gift. You can donate money. Whatever you can do, uh, and, really and when we say lot. when we say wish list, we mean stuff like. They need socks. Yeah, or, socks or a mattress. Or I wasn't stuff. gonna get into it because it's kind of like a live show, and I want everybody to have oh. a great time. But yeah, I mean, it is very sad. Thank you, Travis. Poverty is sad. Hey, who it wants a final Yahoo? It's a real ripper. Yeah, fart it out, bud. Well, thank you. Uh, uh, we thanked everyone. John Roderick. And John Lawrence. Roderick and Max well. Fun. Y'all got it. Good work, y'all. Let's rip it up with a funny <laughs> fucking final Yahoo, baby. <laughs> James Cockwell sent this in. Thank you, James. It's it's Yahoo Anonymous, yeah, Yahoo. So I'm gonna call him. Bill asks, is buying calcium enriched milk like bone insurance? (laughs) My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This my
0: brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned
2: Listener supported Hey, it's Janet Varney of the JV Club podcast And I am so excited to be joining Maximum Fun If you're not yet familiar with the JV Club It's a podcast with me and some of my favorite women And in the summer, men As we explore the highs and lows of our terrible teenage years Into our adult lessons For example, hear about Allison Breeze's Humiliating moment at a gymnastics competition experience the shame of a knocked out tooth with Jamila Jamil or drop in as John Hamm imagines what would happen if Bambi met Godzilla. So join me and all my once awkward, often still awkward, friends every Thursday by subscribing to the JV Club on MaximumFun.org.